you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The things that you think are really big things in your life too, they're, like, if you were to take a step back and really evaluate it, they might actually be smaller than you think they are. Yeah, um, perspective. Yeah, perspective. And so... Are you shaken? Are you stirred? I literally remember it because of you, because you'd say it so many times. By a whisper of love, spellbound by a word. <laughs> I can, I can, that took me, holy shit, that took me right back in English class. to the podcast we're joined by the bestie Catherine Reed (laughs) (laughs) um she was the most requested I asked what you guys wanted like what episode ideas you had and then a lot of people were like bring Kath back and I've gotten so many comments and things like she's so funny bring her back and so, you know what, I am to please, and we're literally together every day at this point, so mm-hmm. we're having a girls' night tonight. First sleepover First probably sleepover since high school. I know, because <laughs> Sage is going to be gone, so we're having a sleepover. Hubby's gone wild, not hubby's gone wild, what's it? Hubby's out of town. <laughs> Bessie's gone wild. Um, yeah, so basically for this episode, just wanted to chat, hang out, catch up with you guys on how we've been, just talk about life talk about a lot of you wanted me to talk about my spirituality like how that's all going um and I have a few like quotes from this book that I'm reading that I want to talk about and just just generally just chat about life I don't know okay so let's just get into it it's gonna be super chill chat and also I wanted to let you guys know that I'm doing a little break before season two um so this will be the last episode until the new year Because I just wanted to give myself a few weeks to like regroup because um, for season two, I am aiming to do all of the episodes as video too. So I have, yeah, (laughs) so I have the YouTube channel. It's already up if you want to follow it. There's nothing on there, just Acting My Age podcast. But I'm going to be doing the video as well as audio in the new year. So I'm going to give myself a little time to figure that shit out because I need to set up a place that actually is going to work. So, um, I will be missing you guys for a few weeks, but I also think it's nice um, just it's around the holidays, spend time with the fam, um, and yeah, so, um, just want to let you know, so you're not like, where the fuck are you next Wednesday? But I'll be back soon, don't you even worry about it. Okay, so yeah, let's get into the episode. Woohoo! Okay. So, what the fuck is up, <laughs> We've been together, like, every day, which mm-hmm. has been so nice, um, and there's just so much to talk about. I feel like I can't even get into anything without being, like... Laughing about it? Or, no, just saying what ha- what's up. 
Because I'm like, yeah, we together, we lived, or we live together now. <laughs> We've been together every day because you live close by now. And then that's like mm-hmm. prompts the next thing, which prompts the next thing, which prompts everything. Yeah, true. Okay, well, since you already know, um, I moved to a new town, new lady town. Called Kirkland, if called, you've ever heard yeah, of it. It's about like five minutes north of where Heaney it's is. so nice, dude. Um, I'm there temporarily since I'm going to be moving to Santa Monica next month. Big news, hoes! This is a big news! <laughs> um, it's huge. Just kind of a new fresh start to mm-hmm. my single life. And, <laughs> and <laughs> I just kind of decided on the sp- like spur of the moment I wanted to be somewhere warm and near water and mm-hmm. didn't want to make a super big move but wanted to be yeah. somewhere where... It wasn't, like, a town that, like, screamed, like, let's settle down and have a family and do family activities everywhere. I wanted, like, a lot of, like, life to it, and I wanted, like, just warmer weather and just a big, big change, Mm because Washington was just kind of... I mean, I love Washington, love this lady in here that resides in Washington, but... (laughs) That's about it. (laughs) That's about it now, so goodbye. Yeah. Um, There's nothing, like, keeping you here, and you didn't mm -hmm. didn't really want to be here anyway, necessarily. Yeah. You always dream about going other places, trying Mm -hmm. other places out. Yeah, and I I thought even about, like, Texas. I think everyone thinks about Texas one time. Yeah. One point in time. (laughs) Because you can get fucking, like, huge houses. (laughs) Yeah, and then I thought about, like, Scottsdale. I think that's another phase that everyone goes through. (laughs) Then I thought a little crazy thing about the East Coast, but that was too big of a jump. And then I just thought, why not good old L.A.? California, mm-hmm. Santa Monica, and so I found a roommate on this. Um, yeah, what's it roommate, called? Roommate, match, room match, room match, yeah. dot com, dot com, and sponsored. <laughs> yep, and they have all these filters you can choose to find your like roommate, whatever. Um, but I contemplated living alone because since it's going to be like such a big life change, mm-hmm. I wanted to be like on my own and like kind of do everything and see if I can like grow just solo. Mm-hmm. But after realizing I don't really know anyone down there. Yeah, um, you have, like, one good-ish friend? Yeah. Like, one good friend? Yeah, one friend from, like, elementary school, but we don't keep in touch too much. But I just thought it would be better just to have someone, even a random stranger, that, you know, can (laughs) kind of take me out or show me around the place. So you don't just stay inside. Yeah. (laughs) And so it'll be fine, and I I have the rest of my life to live alone. Who knows? Maybe solo forever. No. (laughs) But but she's cool. It was yeah, good. She's super cool. Like, I had no idea that I was going to, like, meet her off of there. I was just kind of, like, I signed up on this website just for shits and giggles. You love your website. And then, like, I know. You really do it. Like, I'm always like, what the fuck? Where'd you find that? How did I you? Know. I've never even heard of this. I know. She's like, I met these really cool girls. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Don't have them murder yeah. you, please. But I thought, I had some, like, video or, like, what? what's it called? Sky, what's it called? FaceTime? FaceTime? No, Zoom. Oh, Zoom. Um, little like meetup dates, interviews <laughs> with these girls, and I really, really got along with one of them. I mean, both of them were cool, but one of them seemed like she was kind of gonna yeah. be on like you guys are on crack, but oh, like, oh, not her, oh, not her. But the <laughs> other girl, like, we have a lot of like things in common already, and mm-hmm. she gets my sense of humor, which is a big thing, yeah, super big thing. Yeah. And she's like emotionally mature, which also a really big thing, can't mm-hmm. have any airheads in my life so (laughs) 
Just um, laying it out how yeah, it is. Just sorry, being honest. Can't. When you live with someone, it's a big fucking deal. It can make or break a lot. Yeah. Especially, I mean, I don't know her, like, tidiness and everything like that, but I'm trying to ease back on the tidiness. I was kind of anal about yeah. keeping everything super neat in my home, and it really got the best of me at yeah. the worst time. So <laughs> yeah. now I'm That's just trying to be chill. And I mean, you not... always have control of your room. Like... Yeah. Yeah. But I'm going to be okay if there's, like, a dish. Mm. on the coffee table for longer than 20 minutes. So. That's a that's saying a lot, actually. I know. <laughs> that's a lot of personal growth coming from Cass. I'm just kind of in the YOLO, don't give a fuck mood lately. Yeah. Maybe it's not a mood. Maybe it's going to be a new lifestyle. <laughs> <Forever. style. laughs> Maybe just don't give a fuck. She's going to get a tattoo. Like, mm-hmm. things are happening. I know. I was never into tattoos. I could never think about committing to something. Mm-hmm. Um, I always liked the idea of, like, whenever Rohini got tattoos, I, I liked... I liked them. I'm like, oh, cute. But then when I would picture myself doing it, I also, like, thought about fainting at the idea of a needle going inside yeah. of me repeatedly. You're not a big needle person. No, no. <laughs> inside but, of me repeatedly? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what it is. so, like, sexual. But still, it's like... going inside of me. It's like pounding me, you know? Like, over <laughs> and over again. <laughs> not in a good way. But, um... Yeah, I'm going to get a tattoo. I cut off, like, 12 inches from my hair. Fuck yeah. Yeah, she did. Mm-hmm. It looks really good. She got curtain bangs. Yeah. Looking cute. I lost, like, 15 pounds. Yeah, you... That... That... <laughs> that, that would not be advised, but it did happen. Yeah, and that's on heartbreak. <laughs> that's on heartbreak. That's on getting out of a, what, nine-year relationship? Eight years. Eight-year relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's hey, on yo. anxiety. <laughs> that's on being sad as fuck. <laughs> yeah. So... so so, so, things are going well, though. I mean, it's been, like, it's been a month, two months, a month and a half. <laughs> it's been, like, a month and a half. Yep. So, you've been going through all the phases, I'd say, like, pretty fast. Yeah, I'm not really, like, the person to really take it slow. I kind of, like, Yeah, true. If Fall something changes my, yeah, my mind, I kind of just, like, think about it for a good 24 hours, and, and then, then I'm go. like, all right, gotta go for it. Then. Yeah, so, go to 100. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like sitting in my decisions for long, because then the decisions just get overwhelming. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I've been really proud of you, like, how you've handled everything, because it's obviously really hard. Thanks. Very hard. Um, but you're just, like, you're you're doing what you want for you, and mm-hmm. just doing what's best for you. Only, like, like, independent, truly independent for the first time ever, and you're making, like, big decisions, and it's really exciting. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of weird thinking about doing stuff for myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and with no one else, you don't have to consider anyone else. Yeah, like even with like the smaller parts of life, I think I was t- telling you about it. Just like, I don't have to consult with anyone else for grocery shopping, yeah. or I don't Take have to out like food. Yeah, I just can eat whatever I want for dinner, or I don't have to like set aside like double the time for to do laundry in the week because yeah. I'm doing two sets of laundry. You know, like. I have a lot more time on my hand, but I think a lot of you guys can relate if you guys ever had gone through, like, a separation or a breakup where you're trying to get into a new, like, mm-hmm. just not even a new, new lifestyle, but just, like, a new routine that you're not, you haven't been used to, and you're kind of like, whoa, you kind of feel selfish for thinking about yourself, yeah. and you might feel guilty, and you want to yeah. just, like, run back, and I still get those moments, too. Yeah, of course. But it's, it's fun to think about yourself, but it's also really scary and overwhelming because it feels wrong it really feels yeah. wrong at first like, but I wanna... oh I'm doing this just because I want to like that's the only reason yeah like, exactly what? who am I to do that yeah but then you gotta be like yes bitch I'm doing it like everyone should put themselves first and mm-hmm. think about themselves and yeah prioritize Prior- their yeah. happiness so 
Big moves, ladies Big and gents. Big moves. And I, I am glad she's moving to Santa Monica because I go to, like, LA's a good workplace for me mm-hmm. so I can visit regularly because I'm, like, so sad that she's leaving, but it's okay. We were in the car the other day and I just started <laughs> crying. We had just gone to the grocery store and we got wine and cookies and, like, pizza. pizza. <laughs> we were, like, having the best time, like, listening to music, talking about how good our cookies were going to be, like, vibe, and then I just was like, I'm so sad to leave. <laughs> and I started bawling and she's like, what? I know. I wasn't trying to think about that and I, I knew it was going to happen in the back of my head, but I was just like, it's not going to happen it's if I just don't happen. manifest it. I know. I don't think about it. It won't happen. Yeah. But it's okay because what we also were talking about before, like, you moved really close by, we didn't see each other that much in person. Yeah. We just FaceTime like twice a day every day. Yeah. If not more. <laughs> yeah. And I think even before that too, like just being in a relationship, you ladies know, like when you're in a relationship, you still have your friends and everything like that, but you're just so comfortable with staying at home. Like yeah. you don't feel like you need to put in the effort to go out and even go get lunch with friends, even though it's probably really healthy and good for you and your relationship and everything. You just like don't want to because you're just like with the person that you can just be super comfortable with and not have to do anything but still, like, chill, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Now that I'm, like, truly, like, alone and on my, like, by myself with my own thoughts and stuff, I'm like, shit, I should go see my fucking friends or I'm yeah. going to be hella sad. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and now I've, like, reconnected with, like, a lot of my like, friends and everything. Mm-hmm. I just have more time. Like, before, I, I was so bad at texting, too. I'm still kind of bad at texting. But now I've, like, <laughs> re-downloaded Snapchat. Hey. I'm, like on Instagram and everything, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, whoa, there's, like, I still can talk to people, like, and not just, like, couple friends, you know? Yeah. You know how it is. <laughs> Those couple friends that you always want to surround yourself with. <laughs> I'm like, are you glaring at me right now? <laughs> but you're just like, yeah, I guess. Yeah, and that that's a, that's a good point. Like, a lot of people don't prioritize Hanging out with friends as much mm-hmm. when you get, especially when you live with someone, you just get comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's, like, one thing that I, like, make sure to do. Like, that's, mm-hmm. like, at the forefront of my mind when Sage and I started getting serious and we lived together. Like, I just told him straight up, we're, like, I'm going to be leaving a lot. Like, I prioritize mm-hmm. my girlfriends and mm-hmm. it, I just feel like I have to. Yeah, you've always been really good at that, even, like, in New York or... Even before, like, we, I remember in high school, we always understood, like, okay, well, when they're back in town, like, we're going to see them and stuff like that. But, yeah, that's funny. Like, like you, you've always been, like, the one to reach out to friends, even the ones that are in, like, relationships and want to go grab lunch or do some kind of activity. You've been you've been good at that. that. You're not as much of a homebody as... I, you're, you're kind of both. You're a homebody <laughs> and a... Yeah, I think more now. But I... Yeah, definitely more now. Yeah. Oh, my God. But... Yeah, I don't know. I just make friends. So this is a reminder to all you gals in the relationships. Mm -hmm. Don't forget your friends because they're very important. Yeah. And it's also fun. And getting out of the house is only good for your relationship because then, you know, you distance makes the heart go fonder or whatever. Yeah, and it's kind of like a recharge. Like, like, even if it's just an hour or two out and about, like, not with your partner, then you can come back and, like, appreciate them more because you just had so much fun and you shared a lot of laughs and you just, like, literally had a conversation with someone else besides your partner. (laughs) Yeah, new things to talk about. Like, wow, it's so fun. We can talk about, you know, not the laundry, (laughs) Mm -hmm. not what's for dinner, whatever. Yeah, Yeah, so that's a big life change happening. Mm -hmm. Everyone is going through shit. Like, I don't know... I don't know one person that's not going through a big change. No, and I thought it was just... I really thought it was just... Yeah. (laughs) But, you know... I thought it was just, like, me going through this, but then after I started reaching out to friends, I started realizing, like, 
everyone has gone through shit in the past, like, especially the past, like, three months, yeah, three, two months. Yeah, really hitting the fan. For everyone. And it's like, oh, I'm really sorry it's happening to everyone, but it's kind of comforting. <laughs> yeah, you're not the only like, one going through, like, a shit storm. Yeah. So... Yeah. But it makes sense for this year anyways. What can I expect? I know, honestly. And the, my mom's like, this month is still really, really heavy astrologically. I'm like, damn it. Yeah. There's an eclipse coming up. There's a bunch of different. She's like, yeah, Rahu's on your moon. It's going to be rough. I'm like, oh, shit, mom. Don't tell me that. <laughs> but, yeah. And then hopefully it's in the new year. I'm like, please, in the new year, please, will it be better? Yeah. I'm just going to pretend, like, opening my eyes on January 1st and be like, it's a ah, new slate. no pandemic, nothing is wrong. Yeah. I just want a new perfect. slate, nothing ever to be there. Like, 2020 did not happen. Yeah, let's just forget about it. But Act like it didn't happen. But as much as people say 2020 was super bad and it, it was really shitty, I bet you all those people that are going through all these shitty moments are learning, they're going to, 2020 might be one of their favorite years because it's going to be one of the yeah, most like, transformative absolutely. years. That's a good way to look at it. So, it's true because you have to go through the hardship to like level up and you're never going to know, you're never going to do it if you don't go through hard times. Yeah. Because that's what forces you like, um, the other day I did this really cute uh, interview, I guess, with these high school girls that have a club and it was over Zoom and um they like interviewed me and it was really fun shout out to brett like love you that was so fun okay but um one of the girls asked me why i or how i got into spirituality and like any tips on how to get into it or how to like get motivated to do it and the first thing i thought of was just that like you get to a point where you just have to like i have to journal i have to meditate i have to read all these types of books because i like, my mental health is just not good otherwise. Mm-hmm. And that's similar. Like, I feel like you have to go through these shitty things in 2020. Um, and then you learn more about yourself. Everyone's learning so much about themselves and what they really care about, what's important to them, what they want for the future. Like, when you're stuck at home for months and months and months, you don't see your friends. You don't do all the things that make you happy or whatever. Mm-hmm. You really realize what's important and what you what you want. When you do get out of this corona or this quarantine, like, what do you really want to do? Mm-hmm. And I definitely think, like, if you feel drawn to getting into spirituality or anything, I'm not, I mean, I've never really been religious, like, at all my whole life, and I've never really believed in anything. I just, like, kind of knew there was, like, something, some higher power Mm -hmm. or whatever. But, like, I think I had, this summer was really, like, a huge, like, sign or, Mm -hmm. like, big thing for me where I just started really listening to, like, I always had all these thoughts and stuff, but I started listening to, like, these thoughts in my mind and I just like I felt like in my gut it was like drawing me to like just like I wanted to like be really free and I wanted to mm-hmm. like travel or I wanted I didn't want to like be tied down to anything and I was still in a relationship and everything mm-hmm. but um Rohini ended up getting me like a birth chart reading from her mom, from my mom for her birthday and yeah for my birthday and um I had all these feelings but I never voiced them to anyone like not Nick or Rohini or anyone yeah and then my mom. her mom read or did all these things for me and it was like all my feelings were getting like validated and it was super spot on and I just started like bawling my eyes out mm-hmm. like how does she know about this or like why is this happening and it's just like just everything was just getting confirmed in my like my mind and it it like hurt <laughs> to hear but it was also yeah. kind of like reassuring that what I was feeling was also, like, real. It wasn't, mm-hmm. like, just me having going through a phase or whatever. Yeah, yeah exactly. And then I kind of tried to avoid it for a couple yeah, more months. Yeah, it to the side. hmm But I think everyone should just, like, trust their gut because 
no matter what other people can tell you and everything, like, you know what's best for you. Even mm-hmm. though you don't know and you're looking for a sign from someone else, and maybe that sign is what pushes you over um, and really gets you to take action, like, you really don't, you won't do anything until you go and do it for yourself. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Until you make the decision. Yeah, that's a huge thing, like... That's something that always comes up with Sage and I, too. He's like, I've been telling you to do that for weeks. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, but it doesn't fucking matter because I'm not going to do it until I decide that I want to do it. Mm-hmm. And that's just something that I feel like, I don't know, it just seems lost today, I guess, more, that you can't control anyone else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's something I feel like I've been trying to reemphasize a lot in the podcast that you're the only person you can control the only thing you control in the entire world is yourself and how you react to situations Mm -hmm. you literally cannot control anything else like nothing like nothing else Mm -hmm. (laughs) if you think about it there's nothing that could a tree could fucking fall right now and like smash my house in half and that's out of my control all I can control is how I react to it how I am in that moment or whatever. Just, like, I couldn't control how you would react if a tree smashed in the house right now. Mm-hmm. This is a silly example. But it's it just, yeah, like, to a point. That's that's also goes back to the quote, like, you, what is it? You can't save someone else until they want to be saved yeah. or something. Like, those kind of cheesy things that are always on Tumblr. But it's true. Like, it, if you're going in a relationship wanting to, like, save someone or change someone, mm-hmm. like... Yeah, obviously, it's really nice to have someone there that could give you emotional support and guidance and advice and someone, like, to look up to or whatever, but that person's not going to change until they want to and they do it for themselves. Yeah. Even, like, even, fully change. Yeah. Even if they're, like, a super influential person in your life, like, it's your husband or your wife or your mom or your dad or even your kid, like, you can offer your words and, mm-hmm. like, give them words of encouragement and motivate them and give them advice and everything, but really nothing like it's they'll take it all into consideration but nothing is going to happen until they make the final decision and yeah kind of sounds shitty because it's like you don't want to hurt your that, that person's feelings and be like i'm not taking your advice because i don't want to do it yet it's like it's just a mental block like mm-hmm. it's not like you disrespect them in any way yeah. you just don't you really can't do it until like one day it'll just click yeah like oh yeah and then you can be like you know what you were right i finally realized but Someone can tell you something every single day, and it's not going to make a difference until you decide for yourself. Mm-hmm. And when so. you do decide for yourself, oh, I'm sure magical things can happen. <laughs> so, And maybe deciding for yourself takes a lot longer than just like a, yep, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. It's probably going to be a really long process, and that's all the... speaking from personal experience? <laughs> no, no, that's just like a lot of kinks you're going to have to work out, so... <laughs> I'm reading by um what's this guy's name Ryan Holiday he studied all of the great stoics um and like stoicism and I'm reading two books by him this one I have in front of me is called Ego is the Enemy and the other one's called um 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 um, um the Obstacle is the Way and it, it just every every chapter is um started with like a stoic philosophy it's really interesting I posted a bunch of those on Instagram and you guys are like what book is this what book is this let me see what um, one of them was. But I think it's just reading the great... Because it, it, it's just like the basis of all advice came from these guys. You could Anything that Kath and I would say right now on the podcast probably trickled back to something that one of these guys said in like, I don't know, what, 3000 BC? I don't know the, mm-hmm. the dates, but it's a long-ass time ago. And yeah, that, that was like the first advice ever, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, if you guys ever need like any like book 
book recs, ask Rohini because I don't really read, and I, I really want to. I mean, my fucking last name is Reed, but like, and my and my whole family loves to read. My dad has like a huge library oh, and dad. everything, and my sister, my dad used to take all my sisters and I to the library all the time when we were mm-hmm. younger and get us new books and stuff. But, and I just made this shitty excuse of. I don't have time. Or, or they'd be like boring school books. Yeah. Like, this sucks. Yeah. When someone tells me to read, I'm like, shut up. Fuck you. Yeah. So, <laughs> but she has given me this book, that letting go book. And oh. I've been wanting to like actually sit down and read it yes, and everything. Yes, dude. But you have to. I think even when you feel like you don't have time. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> sorry. You guys can hear that through the mic. I'm very sorry. <laughs> I had a coffee. It's woo. But even if you feel like you don't have time, like make time. Because that's. That's the kind of stuff for, like, when you read those words and everything, it's not, co- like, really directly coming from someone else, like a, like a, someone close in your life. And so maybe mm, those are, like, your yeah, realizations. Yeah, it's more objective. So you yeah. can be like, oh. Yeah, and like, oh, I'm listening to this author because I don't know them. They don't know anything about me. But they're mm-hmm. giving me these words so it becomes knowledge in my head and not knowledge in the world. Also, Book Wreck, um, does The Design of Everyday Things, okay? By, um, I think it's Norman, something Norman, but... It's kind of, I'm reading it right now for my, um, one of my classes, and it's a lot about psychology and, like, furniture design and, oh, like, that's interesting. Ob- just, like, objects design, like, inventions, but a lot of the philosophy and psychology behind it is super, super intriguing. Ooh, like, and why is, like... Like, why things are designed the way they are, and it's, mm. like, and they are designed that way because they're, they're analyzing, like, human anatomy and human psychology. Oh. That's um, cool. And it's, yeah, I really, really like that book. I'm going to read it. And I would read it way more if they didn't tell me to read it. <laughs> but the times where I've just, like, leisurely read it, it's been good. Um, you got to read the book. I know. It's, I on, kept, my, it's on my nightstand Whenever right she was, like, going through all the breakup stages, I'm like, there's a really good chapter in letting <laughs> go for that one. And then she, like, moves on to the next one. I'm like, there's a really good chapter in letting go for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's like, I know. But... Yeah, that book is amazing. I've recommended it a lot on here, but that book really changed my life, like, for real. Um, yeah, Letting Go by David Hawkins. And I gave it to Sage's little brother, and he really likes it. It's a great book. So, anyway, um, this other book that I posted some quotes from yesterday called The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. One of the quotes is by Viktor Frankl, and it said, Man does not simply exist, but always decides what his existence will be, what he will become the next moment. By the same token, every human being has a freedom to change at any instant. And this book just breaks down why you're literally the only thing that's in your way from whatever your goal is or whatever whatever it is that you want or whatever it is you're, like, suffering from to an extent. Like, you're usually in your way in some shape or another. Like, there's something that you're doing that's blocking yourself. Like, if you're mm-hmm. in a really bad situation, you got to get out. of Like, you're the only one that can take yourself out of it and... Of course, not extreme examples, but, like, if you're in a bad relationship and you don't really love him anymore, you're the only one that can remove yourself from the situation. Like, you can't just wait for him to leave. That's a Mm -hmm. small example. But here's another quote um, from the book. I'll read one, too. Okay. You will come across obstacles in life, fair and unfair, and you will discover time and time again that what matters most is not what these obstacles are, but how we see them and how we react to them and whether we keep our composure. You will learn that this reaction determines how successful we'll be in overcoming or possibly thriving because of them. And I just think that's something I've really been realizing lately that my days 
and how they go are completely up to me. That's something I've realized over quarantine because there's not a whole lot of change going on. There's not, there's no excitement or new things happening that mm-hmm. would normally get me really excited or get have my week go by faster or whatever it is. Or, you know, have a full week and then look forward to Friday so then you can let loose. Like, that doesn't happen anymore. Every day is the fucking same. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> each day, each day is up to me for how it's going to go. And it's, like, I've been having some bad days, and then the next day I'm like, no, I'm not going to do this. So then I do do my whole routine, do what I need to do to try to get my mindset in the right right order. And, um, like, just how how you react to things, even if it's small, matters so much because once you start negatively reacting to things that you don't really need to, it just gets so much easier. Like, you have one bad thought, and then the next one, and then you stub your toe, and you're like, God fucking damn it! Mm-hmm. And then, like, the dish won't fit correctly in the dishwasher, and you, like, get really frustrated, or you drop yeah. an egg, and you're pissed, or, like, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It just builds and builds and builds and builds, and the only way to combat that is just to, like, harness the power of your mind. Yeah, and it's probably really helpful, too, to, like, uh, what's that? Uh, like car- compartmentalize and just, like, kind of... Like, organize it in your head where the small things are really just small things. Like, don't sweat them. And probably the things that you think are really big things in your life, too, They're like if you were to take a step back and really evaluate it, they might actually be smaller than you think they are. Yeah, um, perspective. Yeah, perspective. And so, yeah. Yeah, perspective is really, really, really big. Like, if you, you're feeling really shitty and then you zoom out, like, zoom, zoom, zoom way out and just see it from, like, a bird's eye view there's still so much you probably have to be grateful for and that Mm -hmm. can really I've talked about that in my gratitude podcast but gratitude can really just squash everything else that's like the what was that quote I can't even remember my own damn quotes but it was (laughs) like gratitude is the only way out of fear or something or no gratitude's the only direct way out of comparison I think is what it was oh yeah, I didn't. That wasn't my quote. Oh, I just shared. I just shared. I know. I'm like shit. <laughs> I should write a book. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. What was your What was yours? Oh, this is kind of like another thing with like um, perspective too. Like if you were to, if you're kind of going through a tough time and everything, yeah, think about the stuff that you're grateful for, but also think about like you can really only play like the victim for so long, and I'm, I'm sure a lot of people Ooh, feel so. That's a big one. Like, upset, and they can dwell in it and everything like that, and it feels like the end of the world just to get yourself out of it. Mm-hmm. And some days are better than others and everything, and it's not, like, even though if you have, like, three good days in a row, it doesn't mean that you're going to yeah. continue having good days. Like, you may have a bad day every day for a whole week <laughs> and everything, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean that things aren't going to get better sometime later. Like, everyone's path is is different. Everyone's, mm-hmm. like, recovery and growth is it's not really going to be it's a straight unique. line. It's not, it's mm-hmm. going to be messy for everyone no one's perfect no one's process is perfect so um I guess I just want to read you guys this quote because it's like one it's the one I like screenshotted afterwards and it yeah it really helped me was this um, one of the first ones like right yeah right after you guys were up yeah it says um I was the type of oh, I don't even know this is kind of cringe do you want me to read it or you read it it's okay it's there's cringe. a lot of people going through breakups I've had so many people like post and think about all the people in he's hub that are like i'm going through a breakup ladies help me there's a lot of people i'm sure that could benefit okay so if you're like one of the people that like hold on to things and try to dwell on the past like me you might benefit from this quote (laughs) i don't know so it says i was the type of person that held on to things too tight unable to release my grip when it no longer felt right and although it gave me blisters and my fingers would all ache i always thought that holding on was worth the pain it takes 
I used to think in losing things, I'd lose a part of me too. That slowly I'd become someone my heart no longer knew. Then one day something happened. I dropped what I had once held dear, but my soul became much lighter instead of filled with fear. And it taught my heart that some things aren't meant to last for long. They arrive to teach you lessons and then continue on. You don't have to cling to people who no longer make you smile or do something you've come to hate if it isn't worth your while. That sometimes the thing you're fighting for isn't worth the cost and not everything you ever lose is bound to be a loss. So that one went like really hit deep wow, for me. Wow, that's so, I love that so much. Um, Wait, can I see it? Yeah. And you can apply that to so many things. Mm-hmm. Like obviously that really hits home going through a breakup because that just is like hitting the fucking nail on the head. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's so, oh, that's so good. Who's this person? Oh, was it Ernest? No. E.H. is not Ernest Hemingway, I don't think. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, I, yeah, I, I like know. that. You had some other good ones, too, didn't you? Yeah, I, like, screenshot them all the time. <laughs> there's, But the, there's some other ones that were, like, super, like, cheesy, kind of. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people like those ones. Yeah. But the, a lot of them just kind of say, like, you need to let go, but you need to make the decision yourself. Um, like, avoid being petty or resentful and mm-hmm. holding hate in your heart because that yeah. takes up a lot of space in in your heart and you know they're not paying rent so <laughs> yeah you should, it's not free space yeah so you should hold space for you know good emotions and I'm it's obviously easier said than done but like once you realize that you have the power like the ultimate power to what you want to hold in your heart mm-hmm. then you have like unlimited freedom and you just like reach this like Fanty. line of like what's that like serendipity like just a whole like I think it's just an illusion where people just like soak in their sadness and everything and I'm it's everyone like I said everyone's path is different and it's super hard to get to people for people to pick themselves up and everything even if they have a huge and like awesome support system and stuff Mm -hmm. like once you really reach that level by yourself then it just you're kind of like unstoppable I think yeah and it's going to be way easier for you to carry on by yourself and be alone. Damn, you're spitting some freaking tea right now. I know. Shit. You're on a roll, bitch. I'm not even drunk. I know. I was like, I don't want this one to be a drunk podcast. I want yeah. this to be like a vibey one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there does come a point where you're you have to hold yourself accountable and it is much easier to just like sit in your sadness and throw yourself a pity party because it feels good and it allows you to just not take action and of course yeah if you're sad like be sad feel your feelings like I'm not saying it all to not feel your feelings but there comes a point when you're again the only one like getting in your way and Mm -hmm. you just have to freaking do whatever you can do whatever you can do whatever you have to do to get out of it and we're not saying like if that means, like, going to a therapist or, like, going back to the doctor or getting, like, some medication or talking to your family or whatever it might be or literally just, like, taking a shower and eating, like, whatever it is, there's going to be one step that you can take towards, like, pulling yourself out of the situation, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and even if you, like, yourself. relapse, you know, yeah, and go back to what wasn't good for you and everything like that, it doesn't, that's not a sign of you being weak. Yeah. It's just you needed to learn a little bit longer. You just needed to go rerun the lesson a little bit more. Mm-hmm. It's just like if you failed a math test and you need to study 
problem mm-hmm. be a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just what you need to do in order for you to move on. Yeah. Like, like everyone's, you know, pace is different. Um, and your your progress is just varies on... Yeah, it's unique to you. Yeah. And that's, that's another thing, like, you kind of, I feel, or at least what I believe is you keep getting shown the same problems over and over until you learn how to deal with them. And you're going to keep getting the same lessons until you, like, conquer them within yourself. So I feel mm-hmm. like if you... It takes people longer than others. Like Cap said, everyone has a unique path. But I can definitely tell when I'm in a loop and I'm like, this is happening. Like, I know that there's something I have to, like, conquer here and, like, work on within myself because it's just going to keep happening until I've worked on it. And I just think realizing that and being able to step back and get the perspective like, oh, shit, this is happening again. It's the same thing happening Mm -hmm. again. Like, clearly I need to figure out what's going on here. But it's hard. Obviously, all this shit's hard. But it's mm-hmm. worth it, though. It's definitely worth it. Mm-hmm. But... What, did you have another one? Oh, yeah. That was just kind of like with the healing thing. It just said, resist the urge to give up on healing just because it isn't a straight line. Um, or it, it isn't the straight line you thought it would be. Messing, messy healing is still progress. Mm-hmm. So, nice. that's a little booster. A little booster for you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I have another one. <laughs> In long, though. I posted it on my... Uh, podcast Instagram and my regular one because I oh. really liked it. <laughs> really spreading the word. <laughs> I know. Shoot, people need some. People need something to like hold on to these days. Mm-hmm. You know, it's tough. Times are tough out there. Um. Mm-hmm. Oh, here's another one from that book. Oh, Obstacles away. In life, our first job is this: to divide and distinguish things into two categories. Externals I cannot control, but the choices I make with regard to what to them I do control. Where will I find good and bad in me and in my choices? That's by Epictetus. He's an old stoic, I'm pretty sure. Don't recognize Epictetus. I don't know. How would you say that name? Epictetus? 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 Epictetus. 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 But basically, leave it to us to, like, make a titty joke out of an old stoic saying. But um, it's true. Externals I cannot control and the choices I make with regard to them that I do control. That's just some real tea, and it's it's hard. And and that's honestly why I think sometimes when you meet old people, they're just so wise and, like, Mm -hmm. because they've had their whole life to practice, like, controlling their emotions and knowing yeah. what's worth like reacting I mean your dad is a great example over mm-hmm. that like he is pretty cool headed for the things that he mm-hmm. has to deal with yeah and I feel you know I, I feel like everyone like our age too when you can when you hear someone older than you trying to tell you or teach you a lesson or tell you how to react and everything and some people get annoyed with it and be like well I'm different or it's yeah. it's, it's not the same situation now or whatever but yeah. really you can gain a lot of knowledge from your elders and oh for sure even a, like a stranger even mm-hmm. like they, yeah. like there's no connection there it's basically a therapist and mm-hmm. it's free so yeah I've gotten some wisdom like, bombs from random people yeah and I think that's so cool that's like the thing yeah. that I love about or I'm like I want to talk to people I have no yeah like, I don't even know and I don't want to like plan on knowing them like I want to have those kind of conversations this is like the realization I had this summer when I was like I just want to meet random yeah, yeah. people and I want them to tell me all their stories like I don't even want to talk about me I just want to learn about yeah. their life 
And then I want to apply it to me and just like have all these stories like influence my like my mind and like mm-hmm. I want like I want to hear like just other things. I want like I want a different like a different dialogue in my head. And if yeah. I meant like meeting people all over the world, which COVID kind of like ruined for me. Yeah, but, but it'll happen. It'll happen. Yeah, like I've been thinking like how can I do that? And I thought like maybe I should just sell everything and just travel the world and mm-hmm. like. Maybe join the Peace Corps. And, and yeah, I, th- I considered joining the Peace Corps, and then I saw that you have to graduate um, college first, and so I'm waiting on that. Um, I also thought about, well, eventually with, like, my career, I wanted to do something with, like, like I'm doing interior architecture and design, but I wanted to work with some kind of firm or, like, partner with, like, a nonprofit um, organization and, like, travel the world and go, I don't, Habitat for Humanity? I don't know if that's it. It's it's I'm like not sure. it's like well, it's just like something like that where you just kind of go around the world and you just like build affordable housing for um, third third world countries, mm-hmm. and I think that's so cool yeah, and it's so humbling, cool. and mm-hmm. like it really just yeah. puts you in your spot and like such good perspective. You can come from any kind of like background or um, social status yeah, or anything like that. Such interesting people, and it'll be beneficial for every single person, you know. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what really strips us down to the core. Of, like, yeah. who we are, what our we're values are. Yeah, like we're all humans. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I don't think anyone's born wanting to hate anyone or burden yeah. anyone, you know? And so I think it's natural that for everyone, no matter if you're, like, not really touchy or nurturing <laughs> or whatever. Like, I love, like, seeing what good I can bring people. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that's, like, words or actions or, like, acts of service or anything. Yeah. Like, it's just nothing so feels fulfilling. better than that. Like yeah. really. Yeah. Like I'd rather literally have like nothing if it meant like I would see everyone like I could see the firsthand what I'm offering yeah. to other people, you know? Like mm-hmm. like just like anything, like making little school supply backpacks for kids that don't have school supplies or you know I don't even know. Like I don't even know. There's yeah. so much out there that yeah. I wanna do. Like maybe help farm rice in the Philippines. Who yeah. knows? Like or I don't know. I'm just like, ah, that's what I wanted to do this summer, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> it'll happen. It'll happen. Yeah. Keep the dream alive. itchy about Keep it. The dream lo- Keep the dream alive. Yeah. Uh, hopefully I can meet you and do something. We can collab. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really, I, I know. I, uh, that's the thing. I'm just like, damn it, damn, dude. Give me like, give me like eight years. Give mm-hmm. me, give me some time. Give me take some time. And then I'm going to like, I want to help so many people. Like, just give me mm-hmm. a f- few years. We just got to stack some cash so I can go help people. Yeah. Like, I, I really want to do that because I feel like what else is the purpose of even being here if we're not yeah. going to help people? Yeah, it's great to enjoy things, like, on your own and build something for yourself and everything because it's, it's obviously very, like, everyone wants stability, you know? No one mm-hmm. really wants a crazy, like, unsettling yeah. life. But, like, I just figured, like, when's the time going to happen? Like, there, there was half of me that was like, I just want a house and I want, yeah, I want like, down. that family and that mm-hmm. stable career and just, like, settle down and then I can go on these vacations every year or whatever. But now, and then there's always that other half of me, too, that was just like, no, screw it. I was yeah. like, I'm just going to sell everything. Anyone can have anything I have. Yeah. And I'm just going to go off and kind of figure it out as I go. And it sounds really scary. And whenever I explain it to people, they're like, what the fuck are you thinking about? <laughs> like, you're going to throw away your whole life. And I'm like, no, I think I'm finding my life. <laughs> no, I think it's great. So. I think it's perfect. That's what I've been wanting to. And honestly, like stuff, like I was, I'm so like sentimental about objects. Mm-hmm. It's like Yeah, a she really curse. is. Saying she wants to get rid of everything is like a big deal. Yeah. Because you really like Like I get attached stuff. to like 
in the past. Like furniture. I get attached to yeah, like, like a piece of clothing. Attached. Like yeah, like really, really bad. Yeah. And it just like holds space and it doesn't pay any rent in there. <laughs> um, I like that you're using that analogy. Like I'm just like, come on, like I need people to pay rent. I can't go do these things. Like I need I need space. And that I can, you know Yeah. There's only so much in me. And so I want to get rid of, like, everything. Just, like, your priorities. I yeah. I feel like are all getting shifted around, figuring yeah. out. Yeah, shifted around. Things are getting, like, um, clearer in my head. Sometimes things get foggy and stuff, but... <laughs> that happens. Yeah. I'm, like, yeah. I'm, like, a big analogy girl, but sometimes if I go too much on my analogies and my metaphors, no one really understands what I'm talking about. <laughs> but, like... Yeah, you do. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes yeah. I'm, like... Yeah. But relating to what? <laughs> yeah, I could be talking about, like, a card game, and I'm, like, relating it you to, like, You said one the other day, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I always, like, once you explain it, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know why. I just always think of that. Yeah. Maybe it's, like, a... Maybe it's a sales tactic my dad taught me. So. <laughs> or maybe it's your cancer sign, cancer moon. Yeah, probably. I don't know. Yeah, when you were telling me the other day... That was probably one of those, like, crying moments we had, but... Yeah. We've had a lot of those lately. (laughs) Like, a fucking lot! (laughs) Tears have been shed on both sides. Yeah. But when you were saying, like, there's, like, a blessing and a curse that... Oh, yeah. I have, like, that double cancer thing, Mm -hmm. and, like, I feel everything. Like, I'm, like, what, sensory or something like that? Like, I... Like, I feel, like, a lot of emotions. I feel, like, a lot of... I feel, like, everyone's... I feel like I feel everyone's emotions around me and I carry them really yeah really heavy and like like touch wise too like sense wise like I can close my eyes and I can smell something and it just like brings back so many memories like it brings back memories from like 2003 yeah and same with touch like texture or like wind like temperature like it just like something brings it back and I get super nostalgic all the time like it's like I'm that's so raven or something but yeah. it's like from the past not the future the past yeah and so sometimes i feel like a witch so <laughs> you are um yeah kind of cool too because i feel like it helps me a lot understand a lot of people and where they're coming from i see like a lot of different sides of like everyone's mm-hmm. story but then it kind of sucks too because then i get lost in everyone's story and i forget where i'm coming from Ooh, yeah. and i forget like what my opinion is because I take everyone's thoughts and words into consideration. Yeah. And so I'm like, what's mine? What really is mine? Yeah. And I think I know what mine is. And then I'm like, but really, Wait, was it hers? Was else? Yeah. Yeah. So. And you're like talking about the cancer or the crab shell. Because the oh, cancer yeah. is a crab. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. And I, I was explain. I don't know why I never explained that like before. But I was like, yeah, like you have that tough shell. And then like sometimes when it just gets too much to feel all the emotions, you like have that rough exterior and you have those claws and you're just kind of like fucking snap someone. Yeah. Because sometimes you're just like, because you feel everything. So then when you can't anymore, you just get like super like hard shell. Like mm-hmm. nobody's coming in. I'm not letting anyone in. Ghosting you. Oh like, yeah. I'm like queen of ghosting. She, yeah, she is. Like not talking to anyone for like days or weeks or yeah. stuff like that I just it's like pretty I just easy. ignore it at so, this point yeah. I just show up at your house and yeah. like let me in bitch I know like nothing's personal I like this was like I think this year was like the year when I finally told Rohini I'm like alright this is happening right now and yeah. it's my heads she up she always that, tells me I, I love that she's like just a heads up I'm gonna be ghosting for the next three days yeah, so like, something well, terrible just happened yeah I'm like this is a good thing coping mechanism yeah, like, at least I'm letting her know so she doesn't blow up my phone yeah. you know <laughs> and so now I'm just like 
all right, heads up, girl. I'm going to be MIA probably two, three weeks or something. So, like, don't contact me. I see it, but I won't reply, okay? Yeah. So. <laughs> but I don't listen. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I know. I like that you warned me now. Yeah. I'm like, that's a big step. That is a big step. Because I didn't know I did it. And then oh, in, like, high school, like, everyone was like, why aren't you talking to me? And I'm like, bitch, do I need to explain? Or something? <laughs> like, why do I? You did do that in high school, too. Yeah. I know. I just, like, and same with my parents, too. Like, my dad will, like, I talk to my dad, like, two times a day. But if I don't answer one of his phone calls or something, oh, he knows something's up. He's like, like, she's she's going off. She's going off, you know. (laughs) And so he'll call more and more. But I think he understands, too, because he he's kind of he's like me, too. Like, he does the same thing. If he's really stressed out, we'll talk to each other. But there's a point where we just cap it and then we just have to be by ourselves in our in our thoughts. Yeah. Oh, Jimbo. Yeah. Love that guy. I know. Love my dad. Oh, side note. There's a blueberry emoji now, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) I'm literally so hype about that. I love blueberries. And the emoji's really cute. But anyway, back to the topic. Um, Oh, yeah, I know. I saw that. Kavanaugh's, like, the first pimple in her entire (laughs) life, and it's so small. But I know, that is... She has the best skin ever, you guys. She's like, yeah, I think I have a pimple. I'm like, I have like 25 at any given time. This is all stress, y'all. I know. It's so small. It looks like a little freckle. It's red. But, yeah. Okay, this is the thing that I posted. I just liked it. So, the title is What I Ache For. It doesn't interest me what you do for a living. I want to know what you ache for. And if you dare to dream of meeting your heart's longing. It doesn't interest me how old you are. I want to know if you will risk looking like a fool for love, for your dream, for the adventure of being alive. It doesn't interest me what planets are squaring your moon. I want to know if you have touched the center of your own sorrow, if you have been opened by life's betrayals or have become shriveled and closed from fear of further pain. I want to know if you can sit with pain, mine or your own, without moving to hide it, fade it, or fix it. I want to know if you can be with joy, mine or your own, if you can dance with wildness and let ecstasy fill you to the tips of your fingers and toes without cautioning us to be careful, be realistic, or to remember the limitations of being human doesn't interest me if the story you are telling me is true. I want to know if you can disappoint another to be true to yourself. If you can bear the accusation of betrayal and not betray your own soul. I want to know if you can be faithful and therefore be trustworthy. I want to know if you can see beauty even when it's not pretty every day. And if you can source your life on the edge of the lake and shout to the sliver of the moon. It doesn't interest me where you live or how much money you have. I want to know I can get you up after a night of grief and despair, weary and bruised to the bone, and do what needs to be done for the children doesn't interest me who you know or how you came to be here. I want to know if you will stand in the center of the fire with me and not shrink back. It doesn't interest me where or with whom you have studied. I want to know what sustains you from the inside when all else falls away. I want to know if you can be alone with yourself and if you truly like the company you keep in the empty moments. And that's by Oraya, a mountain dreamer and Indian elder. I found that on Pinterest. I was like, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Me, I'm make, making that. I know. I, I was seeing you in my purples. You were, like, nodding and, like, yeah. moving your head and just, like, fuck. Each, yeah, little each. What's those called? Those couplets or something? Oh, I'm not sure. We should ask Mrs. Cave. Yeah, those, like, <laughs> those poem terms. Yeah. Each I one, I was like, whoa. Whoa. I know. You kept, they just kept coming. But, yeah, it's so... I want to know if you can disappoint another to be true to yourself, if you can bear the accusation of betrayal and not betray your own soul. I was like, whoa, yeah, <laughs> so good. I really liked that. I feel like it just sums it all up. Mm-hmm. 
Um, you know, everyone's got those like little diary entries on Pinterest. You got your quotes saved up yeah, on your Pinterest. Yeah, I think that's like my most used like board on Pinterest, mm-hmm. but it's private because you know. Yeah, she'd be in her feels. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You don't want like people to know exactly what you're thinking. Exactly what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is a good. I showed you this one already, but like that's another meaning for the butterfly tattoo. You do not just wake up and become the butterfly. Growth is a process. Yeah, from our she, girl Rupi Rupi Car. Yeah, Rupi Car. She's famous. <laughs> yeah, her books like made poetry hip for the for our generation. I feel mm-hmm. like. I mean, I loved poetry out loud. You know. Yeah, I know. I did too. Actually, everyone's Love like, that. "Oh, P O L again." I'm like, "Yes, yeah, I'm I like, get to perform my poem." I'm at my favorite time of the year. <laughs> So, I honestly liked it. Yeah, you The Kiss good. by Robert Oh Frost. my god, I'm <laughs> Are you shaken? Are you stirred? I literally remember <laughs> it because of you, because you'd say it so many times. By a whisper of love, spellbound by a word. <laughs> I could, I could, that took me, holy shit, that took me right back in English class. So Are you shaken? Are you stirred? <laughs> by a whisper of love, spellbound by a word. I love that I didn't poem. even learn that poem. It was because you would say it so many times yeah. and I learned it. Yeah. You performed that shit. Yeah, no, I, I didn't even, like, relate to it. I was just, like, <laughs> like I think whoever got to, the, like, the final round of Poetry Out Loud got a prize or something. And I was, like, You're like fuck, Ooh. yes. And so, yeah. yeah. That was good. I, like, read it in front of everyone. Do you everyone. remember the rest? Are you shaking your stirred by whisper of love spellbound by word? Does time cease to move as a dark gray sky expands into something like that as the clouds move by? Or something. Damn. If I if I could I dude I like thought about that for years. <laughs> it's been like eight years. Yeah, it's been, so it's been a long time. I can't believe I used Robert still... Frost Let me holding see. it down still in her memory. Robert. That's so funny. Let me see. Now I just need to look it up just shaken? to see. Are you stirred? Okay. And then you get really dramatic. You're like, Are you shaken? Are you stirred? <laughs> <laughs> Do all these movements in oh, your yeah. hands. By a whisper of love, spell bound to a word. Yeah. Does time cease to move till her calm gray eye expands to a sky? And the clouds of her hair, like storms, go by. Ooh. And the lips that you have kissed turn to frost and fire. Ooh. And a white steaming mist obscures desire. I remember that one. So back to their birth, fade water, <laughs> air, earth. She gets so dramatic. She goes, water, air, earth. <laughs> like the airbender. Um, and the first power moves over void and dearth. Dearth, yeah. Is that love? No. <laughs> but, but death. <laughs> A passion, a shout, the deep breath in, and breath roaring out. <laughs> and once that is flown, you must lie alone, without hope, without life. Oh, yeah. Poor flesh, sad bone. <laughs> is that love? No, but that. <laughs> that's my party trick, guys. That, yeah, <laughs> that's the poem Catherine picked. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, so... Oh they just said God. something that connects with you, and I just thought... Like, ooh, dirt. Yeah. <laughs> and no, death. death. <laughs> I'm like, fire, <air>, earth. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. Dude. Oh, my God. I feel like we've been unlocking some really specific high school memories this week. That oh, are just really yeah. funny. Oh, you know me and list, right? I was going to say, I'm going to make a list of party tricks. Because, you know, <laughs> you always forget about them. I mean, it's not like we're going to parties, but like... Yeah. I don't like think I have. party tricks, you got you. I know you got a couple, but you my forget ac- about them. You know my accents. <laughs> oh yeah, okay yeah. The accents, oh well, accents, come and go for me too when I'm drunky. But yeah, like, yeah. like I can't do them on the list. Show. Oh yeah, let me just write that down. <laughs> party trick, Robert Frost. <laughs> oh my god, party so funny. tricks. Mm-hmm.
Okay, so it's already been an hour, but we're gonna answer a few of your questions. Um, I just posted on my main Instagram, kind of last minute, but you guys definitely came through and sent some. Ooh, got a couple questions. How do I know what my dream life is and how, like, how do you find your passion for life? What your passion is? Mm. We're like, shit, let me think about that. What your passion is and what your dream life? Yeah. I think, like, I think you start knowing it. I think you really know when you're younger. Like, you have, like, those when you're a kid, memories. Yeah. yeah, when you're a kid and mm-hmm. you start realizing, like, whoa, like, maybe when you finally reach reach that like, that dream life later on your li- in your life and you just start to realize, like, whoa, I was, like, That's kind funny. of moving towards this when I was a kid or I had these tendencies as a kid or, like, that was one of my, like, main hobbies that I just, like, really enjoyed doing. Um, That's what they say in these books I read, always that, like, go back to what your inner child wants because mm-hmm. once your ego gets added you stop thinking that like once you're on the playground and someone makes fun of you for saying you want to be an astronaut or whatever it is yeah. like that's and then you get everyone in society saying you need to study and do homework and go to college and blah 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 like get in the grind but when you go back to what your inner child wants like the really simple things like mm-hmm. I literally my mom sent me some photos uh I think for my fourth when I was four for Christmas, I asked for mm-hmm. a Hello Kitty laptop and a, a makeup set. And there's a photo of me on a laptop with one hand and putting on makeup on the other. And I was like four. Yeah, see, I'm I like, never did that. That's literally exactly <laughs> what I do these days. Yeah. And then I also always did a, like a cafe and spa. I always mm-hmm. set up a cafe and spa in my living room when I was really little, too. See, I wonder if you would have got along when we were kids. <laughs> I, would, I mean, I would love that now. But you're more like tomboy picking up. And yeah, I'm over here like having garage sales and like yeah, rearranging the furniture in my I had house. Garage sales too. I did and that too. <laughs> I would always like draw. Like I always said, I wanted to be an artist. Yeah, you're um, really good at drawing. And I wanted to like, I would just like build like random shit out of like trees and wood in my house mm-hmm. and stuff. Very and crafty. It, like I loved, I loved crafty doing crafty. that kind of stuff. So that's pretty, pretty spot on now. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that your dream life. Like, once you do reach that like, yeah. true passion and that dream life of yours, it doesn't mean that's going to come easy because it's supposed to be... It's That's what you're supposed to be doing. It still is probably going to require a lot of work, a lot of triumph, and, like, it's going to be really difficult to reach it. And it may feel like that's you're going down the wrong path, and mm-hmm. it's... A lot of mistakes. It's, yeah, a lot of... It's, like, may feel like, oh, this is not for me. Like, why did I read this wrong? Like, it's not actually going to be an easy route. Mm-hmm. I haven't even reached it. I don't even know why I'm, yeah. like, preaching to something that hasn't even yeah. happened. But I just know this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And it's not just going to be handed to you. And it can change at any point. Like, you'll never know if you're going in the right path until there are, like, things that tell you what the wrong path is. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like, there has to be something that, like, bumps you back. And mm-hmm. maybe it is a hardship. Maybe it's getting fired from that one job that mm-hmm. you thought you loved. And then you're like, oh, shit, now I have to start over. Mm-hmm. You know, oftentimes things that really suck are what ultimately push you in the right direction. Mm -hmm. But I think I think going back to what you liked as a kid and also what just excites you, like you could do it all day and it just makes you so excited and like just lights you up. And it's not it's like it's not a chore to talk about it or think about it. It's just something that you could talk about for days or think about for days and never get tired of it because it's just endlessly exciting and like you just want to want to immerse yourself in it mm-hmm. and it's yeah it's just fun I think or it won't feel like a job everyone says yeah it, it won't you feel want, like a job yeah you don't want your career to feel like work all the time because then you'll hate it 
because and everyone has different things like people genuinely love being like a mathematician like people Mm -hmm. fucking love that yeah that's not for me but that like lights people up and Mm -hmm. that's you know you just have to find whatever that is for you and there's nothing wrong with like you know making a few taking a few missteps or having to start over um yeah nothing wrong with that there's no timeline everyone's unique Mm -hmm. okay let's see you look fit girl I want to take so many cool yoga classes. Like, not even just yoga classes. I want to take so many cool workout classes. You not said just you like, want to do pole dancing. Yeah, I want to do pole dancing. I want to do, like, that mm. one where they, like... Sexy girl. Where they put the you aerial. in, like, the aerial bungee yeah. thing or... That looks fun. Just, like, not your typical, like, oh, when you think of a workout class, you're yeah. going to go to, like, P90X or something. Like, yeah. Like, I wanna, fun, adventurous yeah. shit. Like, something on a trampoline. Yeah. I want some guy to be, like, forcing me to dance and, like, hit it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well... I bet you definitely will do that. There's yeah, that's the stuff I'll spend places. my money on. Like, I, yeah. I don't even care anymore. I'm like, well, like, I could be Invest saving in money. Invest yourself, honey. Yeah. Your, your health and well-being is the best investment. Same with groceries. Like, Hey-o. I'm not going to be getting generic or <laughs> Go whatever. get organic Yeah, or actually, Airwan, might be going, bitch. like, oh, yeah, or, like, the farmer's markets. I'm like, oh, yeah. I love going to farmer's markets with my mom in Maui, <laughs> even yeah. though she yell at me if I, like, ask for the sweets and stuff. Like, but it's fine. It's, it's so fun. fun. Okay, okay, we got you. We need to answer okay. questions. Um, how do you know when your gut is guiding you versus your head, and how do you know which to follow? Um, I think your head, like, screams at you, and your gut is, like, super subtle because they're, like, I think your gut knows that eventually, even if you don't follow your gut at first, your gut just, like, chills in the back, and it's just, like, uh, she's going to realize this sooner or later, so I'm just going to chill here. And yeah. when she realized it, I'm just going to be like, I'm Dude. not going to be like, told you so, girl, but I'm just going to be like, all right, I'm glad you came to the realization. That's actually so and I'm crazy. Here. Did right? you hear? My analogies, girl. Yeah, but did you? I Okay, she's crazy in a good way. <laughs> but I read this this thing that was talking about how you know what your, um, like your inner guidance is or how to follow your uh intuition and um knowing what's different from your ego versus your intuition like and it it says your intuition is just a suggestion it's like mm-hmm. gentle and it it you hear it in your mind or whatever as just a gentle suggestion so that's mm-hmm. literally what you just said like yeah it's like i think this would be better or mm-hmm. i think you should maybe try this but it's not like and then your head is like you fucking stupid bitch like you really mm-hmm. did this again like it's like always calling you out always trying to yell at you or force you to do something there's always Mm -hmm. like an end agenda I feel like when it's your head and your ego yeah because your head has all the influence from like your knowledge in the in the world you have your all your insecurities yeah like you get it from you hear everyone else's voice in your head but your gut has never been affected by anyone but you like there's no way it can be like infiltrated so (laughs) infiltrating it yeah so yeah that's what I think what, what was the, the question? Well, yeah, how to know which is which. Oh. And I think that's a good, like, if it's a negative one, like, if, if it's a voice in your head talking down about yourself or someone else, that's your ego. Like, that's oh. not your gut. Your your gut and your intuition doesn't talk shit. <laughs> like, yeah. it's just a it's just a guide. Or you could say, like, the spirit or whatever it is, um, learning how to, like, I mean, this is very, like, getting into spiritual stuff, but I've been getting more into that and just figuring out what is, um, like, spirit guides or what is my mm-hmm. inner voice trying to tell me and what's my ego and how to figure that all out. And it, it definitely, it's like a gentle suggestion. That doesn't, that there's no timeline. It doesn't need you to do anything fast. It's not rushing you. It's mm-hmm. not pushing you in any way. It's just a suggestion. 
That's yeah. how I feel like it is. And she said, which which do you f- to follow? Like, how do you know which to follow? Mm, I mean, I would always say to follow your gut. Think of it as like the angel and the devil on your shoulder. Mm-hmm. And obviously the devil always speaks a little bit louder. But I say you go with your gut because your gut's what's going to, um, your gut's going to push you towards what's truly best for you. Mm-hmm. And your head is going to push you what is going to be best for you and your peers or good. Mm-hmm. Or, what you think is best yeah. for you. Like based, based on, on your pe- all of your yeah. shit, all yeah. of your like baggage and what everyone else thinks mm-hmm. of you and everything scary you've ever read on the news. Like it's mm-hmm. like that, that affects your um, mind. I guess. Yeah. And, and it's, ego. it's really hard to like, differentiate the two and just like really be like well what's my gut saying and what's my head saying but I mean I wouldn't even know how to like you like you just really need to understand your your thought process and yourself in order to figure out which one is speaking like yeah like you may not know if you're you may think that the decision you make is your gut decision but it's actually your head like what's going on in your head you know like, I don't know how like, that's just something that you learn to kind yeah, of... Yeah, like, learn how to... T- and just test it with smaller things, yeah. too. And I think I've talked about this in another episode. Like, you can... You can... Um, like, if you're having negative thoughts in your mind about yourself or someone else, there's also another voice that can be like, no, I don't believe that. I don't think that. Like, shush. Like, there's two voices in your head or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the one that's rude and, like, telling you to talk shit about people or to be hard on yourself or to doubt yourself or whatever is your ego like your ego voice and then there's just another one that's like your gut and your instinct that's just like there and it's not judgmental or it only wants the best for you I guess Mm -hmm. um so yeah I would say definitely your gut but also um I don't know I feel like with big decisions just take time take your time to like make the decisions yeah unless you're me and you're like super spontaneous (laughs) and you're like YOLO F it but (laughs) I low-key, I already knew I was going to be going yeah, somewhere. Yeah, I know, you, so, you did. That's yeah. why I'm like, it didn't, didn't come out of nowhere. Like, yeah. it, it had been ruined. I just read that one again where she's like, no questions, I just fucking love when you have Catherine on the podcast. <laughs> Me too. Me three. Oh, what do you admire most about each other? That's oh. cute. It was very wholesome. Might start crying. <laughs> I know. Fuck. And I'm probably gonna get my period. So. Yeah, I keep giving you it. I know our cycles <laughs> are like back and forth. I know. Um. Okay, I'll go first. Uh, I guess. Okay. What do I admire about you? Um. You <laughs> <laughs> already started crying. I know. <laughs> um. I admire how sweet you are. Like in your the core of your being, like you're very sweet person that just really wants the best for everyone and doesn't have bad intentions ever like you've never had bad intentions like you don't want to hurt people or like yeah sometimes you clam up a little bit and get like cold and hard but you'd never want to cause harm to anyone like when you retreat like retreat you're only basically causing harm to yourself but you never want to spread it to anyone else like Mm -hmm. it's just so clear that all you want to do is like care for people and love people and be there for others and not like, make, you know, make the world a better place, like you said. I really admire that. And I also admire how good you are at advice. Because you're, like, the only person that can make me feel better a lot of times. <laughs> like, most of the time. Whoa. I know. Like, oh, God, we're going to start crying. <laughs> 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 She's leaving. This is yeah. emotional. 
emotional. Okay, literally tearing up. Um, yeah, you're, like, the only one that can make me feel better a lot of times. Like, yeah, my mom helps me a lot, too. And, like, Grace can sometimes, too. But you're, like, the only one that can really get to the root and just make me feel better. So, that sucks that you're leaving. But it's okay. We'll be on FaceTime. And what else? Um, I love how, like, bubbly and cheery you are. Admire that. Like, you're very fun to be around. Um, when you're in a good mood, <laughs> when you're in a good mood, you're, like, the funnest fucking person. Like, everyone wants to party with Kath. Um, so I admire that a lot about you, and I admire how much you've grown in the last years, too. Like, you've really made a lot of progress, I think, on yourself and, like, how you handle your emotions and handle things that happen to you. I mean, like, just the breakup is a huge thing. Like, mm -hmm. I just always, I keep saying, like, how proud I am of you, but I really am. You've, you've progressed a lot, and I just yes. love you so much. You're my best friend in the whole world. I know. Fuck. And I admire how cute you are, and you have really good skin. I obviously admire that. I wish I could just, you like, say steal that it off of you. Okay. Well, thank you. <laughs> Welcome. Um, it's funny, because I was going to say with the advice thing with you, I feel like you're the only one like out of my friends, like, like, when you were helping me through that, like, that conversation, like, right after, like, we broke up, you came over, and you were mm -hmm. just, like, sitting there silently, and, like, it took a lot for me to even open up and tell you about it and, like, say details, because usually I just, I never say details, mm -hmm. and when you just, like, sat there, and you weren't even saying anything, and you were, but, like, you were helping me, like, so much, <laughs> Whoa. and you were just, like, and you just, like, looked at me, or you just, like, I don't, sometimes I don't really want to be touched, but you, like, looked at me, and then you just said, I'm sorry, I never know what to tell you, because I feel like whatever I say is never going to help you, and I'm like, what the fuck, that's, like, the furthest thing from the truth, because, like, like, I, I feel so comfortable around you for, like, that reason, and it's, it's been like that since, like, I met you in, like, middle school, where I just felt like you always had such an open heart, and you would never ever like judge me even though I have to like mm -hmm. preface it with like don't judge me or anything like that and <laughs> like what like, have I ever bitch? Yeah, <laughs> like you just like you just always are like just like super open and transparent and like you're you've always just been like kind and like mm -hmm. sometimes I don't feel like I've always been able to like show you how much like you've meant to me and like how much you just even, like, being there. I don't know, because I'm bad with my emotions. Like, I can feel all these emotions, but I can't express them mm -hmm. to to you, especially because I'm, like, I, it's just, like, a given, you know? Like, I don't I just show you? Like, yeah. But, oh, yeah, you do. And I don't... Oh, God, I can't say this. <laughs> I can't say this. <laughs> I, like, I just... Like, I've never had a friend where... Like, she just, like, knows, you just, like, know what I'm thinking, and you know what I'm feeling, and, like, like, I feel like you read my mind all the time, <laughs> and, and it's just, like, you can complete my sentences, or I, I don't even need to f finish a thought, and you're just, like, okay, I, I know what you're, mm -hmm. like, saying, and it's, like, just, like, how we're connected, and it may not just be, like, a chance thing that we're, like, connected or whatever, but I think you're just so dedicated to your friends and people that you care about that... Like, you put in the work. You, mm -hmm. like, even if someone that you don't even know, like, you see all sides of a situation and all you want to do is just spread kindness, too. And, like, f for anyone. And I also admire the fact that, like, I always thought you were, like, really strong. Like, I thought, always thought you were, like, way stronger than I was and you were way more in tuned, like, with yourself. And 
like I I love that you journal. Like I always get mm-hmm. so envious about you journaling or you taking vitamins or <laughs> you working out for yourself. And like I feel like you just take care of yourself so much, and you're so in tune with like your books and stuff. And you, like you know so many more about your so much more about your feelings and mm-hmm. just like about the world. That I'm like, I'm just envious. I'm like, dude, she's so knowledgeable. Like she she can teach me so much mm-hmm. about like everything like if I'm if I'm struggling about something I don't really know about she's like I read a book about this and it could help you and I have vitamins for it too and I'm like how did you know this? she's time. like I read three books I watched a documentary <laughs> and I met with a doula or something <laughs> and I'm I like actually hand ground these vitamins myself yeah, like, or I have like my brother-in-law's uncle's wife's <laughs> friend from Venezuela <laughs> told me that a pigeon came by <laughs> and delivered this in the ancient Mayan times. And it helps with anxiety. Yeah, and I'm like, amazing. <laughs> and usually, I've always been skeptical of Rohini when she says shit like that, like, especially when we were younger, and she'd be like, oh, the stars and the herbs yeah. and the and the stories. And I'd be like, God, Rohini, like, she's just a really out there, hippy-dippy girl. Even but then now, the past couple of years, I'm like, all right, girl, I'm hopping on. Yeah, you're I'm hopping, hopping on, on the train. Like, I know, I'm like, hold, like I know reach I got her to take my mushroom um, <laughs> booster today before the podcast. Yeah. She's like, is it going to taste like shit? I'm like, no, it's pretty sweet. And she's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, and she really just takes this stuff down like nothing. But I guess I've just been really skeptical my whole life. <laughs> but just the fact that if you, I don't know, I was just telling you too the other day, like my dad called me and told me, he's like, he's like, you never had, I was like, you need to, like, you've never had someone in your life like Rohini. Like, you mm-hmm. need to find her, like, keep her and cherish her, like, for the rest of your life, you know? Like, like even though we are, like, so different and stuff, like, he already knows, like, how close we are. Mm-hmm. And we don't even need, like, I don't even think we fight. Like, no, we don't. I don't, like, like no. No. And I'm we like, just shouldn't be business partners in terms of vintage rentals. Yeah. But other than it was that, like, it, wasn't it wasn't even, even like, fighting. fight. Because yeah. we don't, we both didn't want to <laughs> hurt each other's feelings so much that we just, like, didn't fucking talk. <laughs> Yeah. That's always so, like, looking back, it's actually really funny. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> it, 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 I don't think it ended ugly or, like, no, not at all. That. Just, like, we both were, like, like this, is, this ain't working. Let's yeah. just cut this now before yeah. it, like... And maybe it would have if we had, like, a bigger plan and stuff, but all these other outlier things happened, and it was just, like... Nah. Nah, yeah. Yeah. Not worth... But, yeah, yeah not worth our fight, friendship. Like, yeah. I don't know. Even when we stopped talking, like... We weren't even fighting. We really just stopped talking. <laughs> like, after high school? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Like, it wasn't like, fuck that bitch. Yeah, like, we just were like, ooh. Yeah. Dip. Yeah. And then and then I reached out finally, because you'd reached out a bunch of times. Not mm-hmm. a bunch, but, like, a couple times. Mm-hmm. And then that was it. That was it. And I'm so glad that we did, because literally, like, mm-hmm. I, I think I've talked about this before, maybe, on the podcast. I'm not sure, but I definitely yeah. feel like... Well, I actually asked my psychic if we were together, like, we were together in mm-hmm. past lives, and she's like, oh, yeah, like, definitely, because oh. I've always felt like that. Like, I felt like either in some lives, maybe, like, I was your sister, like, I feel like in some lives, I was your big sister, and then mm-hmm. some lives, you were mine, or, like, you were my mom, or, like, I was mm-hmm. your mom, I don't know. I just feel so, like, connected to you, and so, like, responsible right? for you. Like, yeah. I, like, have to take care of you, and I know you feel like that yeah. about me, too. Like, I just am not gonna, like... I have to take care of you. I have like to a, make sure you're okay. Yeah. Like, it literally, like, like I'll get, like, these, like, pangs. I'm like, oh, Catherine's not okay. Yeah. And I'll, like, text you. And you're like, how did you know? Like, I'm yeah. not okay right yeah. now. I don't know. I just get 
these things. Yeah. Like, we're definitely really connected. So I feel really lucky. And I feel like that. if someone goes out of your... This is, like, another thing. But if someone, come like, leaves your life and everything, you may feel like you're cutting out someone toxic and it's for... Be- it's for the best and mm-hmm. it's like what's supposed to happen and everything and it may hurt for a while but like when Rohini was out of my life mm-hmm. like that shit hurt like every yeah. single day and I was like coping with it and it was, it was like a breakup but it wasn't like I got the closure and like it was like a void like you yeah. just like feel this hole and you're just like oh maybe I'll like, get I'll get a best friend later in my life anyways I'm only 17 or 18 yeah. or whatever but like it really felt like I had this like hole in my heart mm-hmm. <laughs> And I, I just thought, like, well, maybe it'll fill up eventually or whatever. And then when... And I think whenever I tried to get close with friends... Like, I still have other, like, really close friends and stuff. But, like, there was just nothing that, like, was, like, number one on the top of, like, the pedestal, you know? Where, like, I hold Rohini really highly. And yeah, I'm like, Kevin's... She's my family. Like, yeah. we're not... We're literally family. Yeah. Like, yeah, it just... It just feels different I'm like oh I've never had a friend like this and I like, always imagine yeah, like, I always imagine having a friend like this and in, in like elementary school and whenever I watch those like bestie video mm-hmm. or bestie movies you know those cheesy Netflix movies or whatever they travel or whatever I'm just like gosh like sex in the city the movie I watched that the other day and I'm like gosh like that's like having three Rohinis how lucky is that girl <laughs> that, would be, yeah. that would be so fun yeah I'm like that would be uh-huh. like that'd just be a lot but I'm like it's a lot to have one but Imagine having three of her. <laughs> oh, dude. Okay, also what you said about, like, me being able to help you with advice, because I feel like you're so in tune with your emotions that I... I'm really like, pointing <laughs> oh, at each other, like, wait, you, I'm you, like, no, you. No, I just feel like the only way that I help with advice is I, like, ask questions. Like, I feel like I don't come at advice from, like, an emotional level. Like, I don't know, because oh. whenever you come with, to me with advice, it's always, like, really emotional, and you just, like, tap right mm. into the emotion. And I feel like... Whenever I try to help people, I always don't feel like I do a good job in person. It's funny because in the podcast, I feel like I can really, like, let it mm-hmm. rip. But it's also not. It's, like, more from, like, a philosophical point of view. Yeah, there's no emotional attachment. It's not, there. like, emotional. Like, I'm not trying to. Because I, I just think my main thing is that I don't ever want to pretend like I know how that person's feeling. Because mm. I don't. And I don't want to, like, put my own words or emotions into how they're feeling because I don't want to, like, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I just can't do it. Like, I wouldn't want to say something that's emotional and that's not, that's not my place to, like, put my own shit on them, you know? Yeah, that yeah. Sense? So, I feel like whenever I ask or I try to help people, I always ask questions because I'm like, but how do you feel about this? Is it like this or is it like this? Does that, but, and, and I feel like, but you're so good at advice being emotional. So, I don't know. I always felt like I wasn't. Well, maybe we offer each other what we, like, probably. really need, you That's know? probably why. No, it really is, though, because you're... Because my mind's just always overflowing in my head, and I'm like, let me get this out, dude. <laughs> like, yeah. And then when you come to me and ask questions, I have so much built up that I'm like, it really takes someone, like, like, I won't just spill anything to anyone, but, like, Rohini will, like, ask him over and over again. Or, like, she if she doesn't ask over again, she just sits there and stares until I like, actually spill. And I'm, like, getting really uncomfortable. And then I just finally just, Make like... Making like a creep. <laughs> I just finally, like, spill. But uh, it's gone better over the years. Like, especially this last year. But... I just... That literally is what I do. I just, like, wait. I, like, rub your back and just, like, wait until you're ready to talk. Because I'm not going to force that. That's the other thing. I'm, like, I'm just going to hang out and wait until yeah. they're ready to, like, say something. But that's the thing. Like... You don't just, like, when you find a friend or find someone in your life, too, like, they can't read your mind. They can't, like, know exactly how to, 
like take care of you or comfort you or anything like that. It literally takes time. Like it takes time yeah. for them to learn your like your body language and mm-hmm. your like your emotional language. I guess it would be like mm-hmm. not your love language, yeah. but just yeah. like that's how, how you, you like operate. to be coped. You, you cope, you know, supported. And so, like some people want to like be pulled out of their house and go party, and some other people want to just have their best friend cry with them too. Mm-hmm. But like, which we've done a lot of. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Exactly. But like. I like talking, I like getting it out and then talking about the happiness and looking forward and what, yeah. it, what it can bring. Mm-hmm. That's probably universal for a lot of people too, but. Yeah. Oh. That's funny. I feel like we both have the same things for each other. And I could probably go on and on. I just feel like I'm on the spot right now. But like, I just, like, I just, I, sounds really weird, but like, I don't feel like I could ever reach, like, I feel like I don't, I could, I, I couldn't care for people as much as you care for them. Oh my that's, God. that's like, <laughs> like I feel like you hold so much space for everyone. Like you, you mm-hmm. have like thirty hands, and you're like carrying everyone's plates and everyone's burdens, and everyone's stories oh and stuff. And I'm like, dude, how does she have it in her? Like I can barely carry my own, even though I like I always like I'm there for my friends and listen to them. Like I just feel like you're constantly checking in on people, and you're whether it's like your family, like your mom, your dad, and your like, helping people out emotionally, financially, or whatever, like, you are always giving, there's, like, nothing, like, I don't feel like you've ever hit bottom, like, I don't think you've ever, like, been completely drained of helping people, because no matter if you're, like, completely, like, drained of yourself and can't help yourself, like, you still have, like, a full, like, tank of gas for someone else, Mm -hmm. and for everyone else, and I feel like you have, like, 50 tanks of gas <laughs> and I'm like shit where'd she get this she's, she's buying it she's sponsored she's sponsored by this gas company and like mm-hmm. like whenever you tell me like oh this person's stressing out about this I'm like damn dude how do you do it like I'm just like if my family were to be helping ask me for help right now I you know ghost them right now I can't and you are always on it with everyone like mm-hmm. I just like that's so nice and it's not like you just like offer them help right away, like, like just words of advice. Like you're you're with, you're with that person, from the time they're like struggling until the end. Like you hold their hand throughout the whole entire thing. You don't like mm-hmm. leave in the middle of it when you see they're getting better or you forget about them. Like you're good at keeping tabs. Like you're, and you always say you're not organized, <laughs> but that's a really good organization skill that I would <laughs> with want to people, have. With people, I feel like, like with people, you're like thing. you know. Like, you remember the details for everything. Like, I feel like you have, like, this, like, amazing memory and this, like, amazing mm-hmm. mind where you have, like, this photographic memory or something. And <laughs> Maybe only for people. But Aww. that's always something I really admired. Because so nice. I'm, like, I feel like I have a big heart. You do. But, like, yours is, like, fucking huge, Aww. dude. And there's, like, lights everywhere. Like, when I think of your heart, I'm, like, it's probably this cafe that's going to be happening. There's going to be flowers everywhere. Really Silk crying. PJs. They're going to be, like, sustainable wooden spoons. Oh, here's my God. <laughs> like, you're going to, like... Like your heart is like a, like a like a meadow, Ooh. with free gifts, <laughs> and natural light. Like, <laughs> oh. And it smells like turmeric. <laughs> yeah, she says I have a faint whip of like incense and turmeric at yeah. all times. Yeah, which is pretty accurate. But, yeah. That's if you guys watch the Vampire Diaries, the scene where Rose died in Damon's arms. Not the sad part, but like when she died, that's like where he's heart looks like the meadow you know what mm-hmm. i'm talking about <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. the vampire diaries thanks, fans Cam. you should watch that i'll show you rose's um death scene thanks that meadow okay. rohini's heart <laughs> that's so interesting like i don't 
that's, yeah, I feel like that's my, it's like a good thing and a bad thing, especially not being online, like, because I try it's a bad thing, because I try to hold space for everybody, and I don't want to tread on anyone ever, like, Mm -hmm. ever, literally, Mm -hmm. like, who am I to tread on anyone yeah and so it fucks me up and then sometimes i'm like get uh, get up bitch like, i know you start boxing yourself. Know. Yeah. you can't defend yourself like come on yeah i like i don't i can't i know yeah it's hard i wish i could i don't know there's no way for people to there's no way for people to see things objectively ever because everyone comes with their own their own stuff so mm-hmm. i mean i understand when people are upset with me because that's their own that's their own thing but it's hard when I do care so much, and I can't mm-hmm. really articulate that. So, that's my own thing I have to work on lately. That's my thing that keeps happening and looping over and over, and I have to work on it. I think we can all reach our goals if we just go on a what, ayahuasca trip, <laughs> you know? like Dude, I, mean, I want to so bad. I'm like, that's what's really going to strip me down. Like, yeah. I, I want to, like, detox everything. Yeah, dude. I don't even want to know her. I'm pointing at my brain right now. <laughs> I want to forget I this girl. <laughs> That's well. When when we can travel again, Drew was like, "Let's go to Peru." I'll, like we're gonna freaking go. So yeah, you know, you I'm down? saving money. I can for call that. you up. Okay. Yeah. Also, the ayahuasca part in the Zac Efron thing was so lame. They didn't even show Zac anything. Efron. Oh, I know. Because right? like he did it in the th- the thing, so I yeah. watched it because I wanted to see, and they that was so lame. They didn't even yeah. like, even touch on it. But they probably couldn't really to a point mm-hmm. and it's a very like deep thing but yeah i really want to do yeah, it. i want to be like whipped with leaves and being like a steam bath and yeah. well yeah you like shit and vomit like yeah. uncontrollably a lot of times dude that would be hilarious but you wouldn't even know <laughs> i wouldn't know you were doing that yeah i, I know. have no idea i don't even care dude i know I, like, i'm so down like i'm like i just want to be super comfortable with my i mean i'm ready like really comfortable with my body but like but, yeah like a nature woman like yeah. i'm just like this is mother earth like my body is the earth like yeah we're all just Celebrity of. crush, Julianne Huff. Oh, yeah? Like, I feel like the way that she... People, some people, like, when they see her, like, dancing and doing her little, like, workout classes, they're like, gosh, she's just a lot. She's really out there. But I'm over here like, yes, bitch. Yeah, I love do. that. <laughs> like, like, I love when they're, like, just, like, really, like, quirky and, like, about themselves. And it's like, mm-hmm. where they just seem really out there, like, kind of crazy cuckoo. <laughs> I like it. And, like, some people, like... <laughs> they're they being, think yeah, they're, authentic. Like, yeah, I'm like, that's just so cool. I used to think that was, like, super hippie, especially there's a lot of those people in Maui. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, weirdos. I love, like, I love those photos of, like, women in a field, like, with hair over their boobs or something. Like, not, mm-hmm. like, their their hair, not, like, hairy boobs. But, <laughs> and they're, like, sitting in the field and, I don't know, just titty, titties out, like, just chilling. And it seems so natural. And it doesn't yeah. like, have to be sexual. It's just, just yeah. natural. Adam um, and Eve. Yeah, I just wish she's listening. I'm like, I wish I had nothing. <laughs> like, I wish I, know. I, like, I wish I had, like, I wish I, I just want to, like, start over and, like, just, like, get things from... You're getting there. Yeah. <laughs> she yeah. gave away a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Still have a lot of stuff. I'm like, I don't need this vase or, like, I don't need this book. You'll get there. But... I know. I, know. I, can, I told you that, too. I'm like, living in this really big house made me realize that I don't actually want a yeah. big house. <laughs> yeah. Like, not like this. Like, Something I don't want a big cozy. closet. I just want, like, a few really nice pieces and that I love and care for and are made mm-hmm. really well and, like, sustainably. And I don't really want that big of a bedroom. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It really made me realize things. So I'm yeah. glad because we're going to be, like, building our house probably. So Yeah. And it's really good that you realize that now because some people don't realize it until they're, like, literally like 60 and they're they have all this shit and then they're like 
Yeah. Well, I guess I'm just going to pass it down. The best things in life aren't things. Mm-hmm. True that. It's really true. People and love and earth and connection and energy and food and all that good stuff. We should probably end it. We've been talking for an hour and a half. Oh, yeah. We could talk forever, guys. I know. I'm like, there's still topics I feel like we didn't even cover. I know. There's so <laughs> much more to cover. But hopefully, well, we'll do another one when you're in L.A. And I'll have the video. And we can do, like, a Zoom call and be like, how's L.A., bitch? We'll just be on my phone. I would have a good phone by then. your um, computer. Oh, okay. <laughs> I want a good phone by then. Yeah. My back camera yeah. doesn't focus. <laughs> Whenever we FaceTime and she's like, let me show you this, flips around the camera, it's literally like it's underwater. Yeah, something. like I you don't can't know. see anything. But there's nothing wrong with my phone. Like there's no scratches it or anything. It ever works. It just doesn't focus, so whatever. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, well, I guess we should end it out. We didn't really answer that many questions, but I think you guys probably got a good dose of caffeine yeah. after all this nice cheesy end i really like that mm-hmm. person that asked what we admire about each other i know that, that was, was so cheesy because we don't usually have those conversations as often as you think no yeah no we know we just sometimes go, literally we say love you like all the time like whenever yeah. we facetime and hang up or like text or see each other we're like love you no love you i love you yeah okay, i love you exactly like it it's just it's really just like now I think about it, I'm like, I don't even feel like she's my friend. Like, I feel like now, I'm like, yeah, you're probably, like, my sister. Yeah, Like, my no. favorite sister. Yeah, so. <laughs> Shit, so. don't tell the other three. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know, right? It's okay. I mean. You're my, you're my We don't pick sister. our fam. We or don't. we do. Well, that's what another, the podcast was doing about soul family. You pick your soul family. Oh, I like that. And I feel like you definitely are. Yeah. I like that soul family. I know, and I feel pretty lucky. Like, I got Sage and you at a young age. Mm-hmm. That's, like pretty lucky yeah sometimes people like people go through a lot of like their childhood with no one or they don't find anyone until they're like literally 40 they go their whole life have a best friend like this like i would feel so sad i know we're really lucky damn yeah so this is another inspirational note to tell (laughs) your best friends and your family and your loved ones that you love them and you cherish them because Mm -hmm. it's always so nice to hear and honestly if you want to you could say hey I just heard these two best friends talk about what they admire about each other on this podcast. Mm-hmm. And then you guys can do it too, and it's really nice. It's really yeah. emotional and nice. So 10 out of 10 would recommend. Yep. So invest in those relationships. Yeah. But invest. also make sure you invest in yourself. T. Invest in people who encourage you to invest in yourself. Yeah, exactly. Because once you start respecting yourself, then you're going to start, you'll just start mm-hmm. like literally weeding out the people you're that don't respect it, you. Yeah, you'll call in the right people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, that's a good that's a good power note. Yeah. And then on. Okay, we love you guys. Hope you enjoyed this very long episode. But uh, like I said, I'm not going to be around for the next couple weeks, taking a little break for season two. So you get a little a little half an hour extra as a treat. Mm-hmm. You can rewatch <laughs> the sex episode. I was if in. you want. Yeah, yeah, people love that one for good yeah. reason. That was. I know you had like seven sex episodes after that. <laughs> it's gonna be a thing every seven weeks. Why seven? Because that's just how I did it accidentally, and so oh. now we're on like part five, and it'll be seven weeks after. Dang, part you've four. been doing this for over half a year. I know. Episode thirty-three, I think this will be. So yeah, which is crazy. Weeks? Yeah. yeah. Damn. I know with no break. So well, I guess I took like two one. Breaks. Right. Oh yeah. But um, yeah. So. Okay, everyone, thank you so much for requesting me to come back on this podcast. Yes. Rohini was not going to invite me back That's otherwise. That's not true. <laughs> I'm not true at all. I, would always, I always make one, come on. Come I know, on, she keeps on. I'm like, oh, how early, girl? Because, you know, I know. time ain't cheap. <laughs> My time is not free, as yeah. you said. Yeah. <laughs> okay, thanks for listening, guys. Hope you got something out of it or it just put you in some good mood. 
Good vibes, mm-hmm. good mood. Remember to cherish your friends and... Cherish yourself. Cherish yourself. And, mm-hmm. yeah, it's okay if you make mistakes. Everyone's learning. Everyone's growing. We're all on our unique paths. Mm-hmm. You can do anything you want to. Yeah. We love you. I love you. We love you. Love you, Rohini. Love you, bitch. <laughs> love you, bitch. <laughs> okay, see you next... Bye. Oh, wait, not next week. <gasps> see you in the next year. See you next year. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Let's when COVID this. doesn't exist. Mwah. Mwah. When we wake up January 1st and it's gone. What's the song where it's like... Oh, um, it's like, if you want to, that one, yes, the Dua Lipa one. Yeah, and then she's just like, if you don't like them, I'm not on your mind. Yeah. What? How's it go, though? What, those TikToks, you know, where they're like, they get out of, like, the guy's like, get out of here with that attitude, or like, or change your attitude or something like that, or get out of here, and she's like, bye, because she's not about to give an ad. That's how we feel about COVID, is that what you're saying? No, I would, oh yeah. Or 2020? I don't know, dude. Bye, 2020. Mwah. Mwah. Yeah, do a weep up. Yeah, best year ever. Best year ever. Hags. <laughs> yeah. Okay, bye, guys. Bye. Bye.